Now to growing concerns about the deadly coronavirus officially hitting the U.S. The coronavirus emergency. It's a tremendous health threat. 4,000 people are in quarantine. Are being asked to self-quarantine. Mandatory quarantine. Y'all up in them big cities running around in them little old crowded apartments. Everybody's under quarantine. I've taken social distancing to a new level. They said, what'd you do? I did what I always do. Get up in the morning, get me a shot of coffee, stay in the woods. Well, I've chosen to be about halfway quarantined, three-fourths of the way quarantined, 90% quarantined on my own. Next few weeks, we'll just give you a glimpse of what being under quarantine, pulling back, pull away from the fast lane. We're running out of toilet paper. It's already kind of like on a roll for me. How much do you need? The finer things of life could disappear like that. What do you do then? Starve to death? Not this bunch. You want to see roughly what time it is? Pretty good way to tell time and see what direction you're having all at the same time. It's about peace of mind, tranquility. We're all away from the coronavirus. Wisdom, discernment. You'd have a mess unless you had gray beards. If you got a gray beard, you're like, stay ahead of it, prepare. We make the most of it. Complete peace of mind living within that. I'll show you how to do it. You can take it or leave it. Your call. I am unashamed. What about you? So Ready? here we, here we are again uh, in the in, in the, the panic <laughs> and fear that was formerly known as America. That's right. I mean, it just seems almost surreal. Uh, you know, quarantine. You said it earlier, Dad, that you've never seen anything like this in your life, which I haven't either. I, I kind of compared it at first to nine eleven, but then I got thinking back. That was just mm. like two days. Remember? I mean, like once we got past the second day, I realized when like. They weren't going to just keep attacking. Then, then it kind of got I don't know normal. what microbe came along in 1918. I've already forgotten which one. Spanish it was. flu. Were you alive then? Was that what it was? Spanish flu. No. Oh. No. no. That's when, back when I was Paul kidding, was born. <laughs> My dad was born about 1918. <laughs> that was I'm an old joke. I was born in 46. <laughs> he missed it. But, uh, yeah. but there was some, something, <laughs> I, but I haven't heard the reports on how the people behaved, but I've never seen people. But they didn't have the media. With, they with didn't this much fear. You you got to remember the media. The, the That's media. A great point. It's what I shared last time when I went to the airport. I was actually shocked that there were people there. But there were it, it looked normal to me, although people were distancing themselves. And so then it hit me. I thought I think the media may be overplaying the panic factor because I had seen a scene of an airport and there was nobody in there. Well, if you go there at three o'clock in the morning. And film my show. Of course, there's no money in there, right? You know, and then they attached that. I mean, the panic and fear is real. We've been to the grocery stores, and you see 
people. But like we said last time, we're we're going to try to bring comfort to those with faith because we know ultimately there's no disease out there that has control over us. Well, and most of the population probably in America, probably worldwide, uh, their fear, it, it's not a fear of God. It's fear of death. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And the ones that don't have God, you, you, you watch them and they are, they, 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 it's just a mass, uh, bedlam and people are running in every direction. You know, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Right. But they don't fear God. I'm fearing God, and I wised up and said, well, is there a way out of here? And God said, yeah. And I'm like, well, what is it? So yeah. he said, I sent my son to die for he'd be being raised from the dead. It gives new meaning watching all this fear I'm looking at in America and worldwide. Uh, that's given new meaning to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm like, you know, we tell people, look, you know, you, you sin, you spiritually die, and then physical death comes along, and you're done forever, wiped off the earth. So it's a great simple way to put it, Dad. That the fear of God takes away the fear of death. That is I right. Mean, I mean, there's no doubt. That or, is right, or at least lessens it to a great degree. Yeah, when you're thinking spiritually minded, you you and you study because I've been. I mean, I'm a big sports fan, and sports as we know it has stopped. I, I, I took a little stroll over to ESPN. I was curious because I, I been, ghost town. I, right, I was like, "What are they going to show?" I mean, there's like there's eight channels. Just think about it. You say, I, "I know that human beings are innately fearful because if the most off quoted thing Jesus said is don't." Be afraid. That's right. Well, that tells you right there that he knows the human race is Naturally very afraid. afraid yeah. From I mean, from whatever you want to come up with, you say, but we are a fearful bunch. Yeah. Well, remember the, my little my little saying that I came up with because I always found it almost contradictory that the number one phrase in the Bible is "Do not be afraid," and yeah. like number four is "Fear God." Yeah, yeah. and so. You know, I, I came up with this idea just based on study that, you know, you, you fear God because you know he knows you. He, he knows what you're really like. Yeah. And so that should cause you some fear, you know. But then you say, well, you don't fear God. Don't be afraid because you know him. You know how he is. You know you can trust him. You can rely on his promises. You, yeah. He's going to take care of you, you know, so. Yeah, but they're going to say, but, 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 Jace, you don't understand. Uh, I'm not going to fear something that I can't see. I'm not going to fear. Y- y'all have got this mm-hmm. thing dreamed up in your mind about this invisible God, who, you mm-hmm. know, is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Y'all have mm-hmm. got it in your mind, but I can't see him, and I've never, he's never spoken to me, so why would you fear that? I'm like, well, do you believe in the microbe and the results you see from the microbe? You don't see Can the microbe. Can you see the microbe? No, it, I don't see the microbe. I said, well, it's killing people on your right hand. a lot of fear. I said, why are you afraid? You can't see that either. That's right. That made me think of that Hebrews 11. You, you're talking about a good verse, a good bumper sticker verse, uh, talking about Moses in Hebrews 11. In verse 27, it said, by faith he left Egypt. Oh, I didn't even realize it had this saying. Not fearing the king's anger, 
he persevered to listen to this because he saw him who is invisible. Yeah. He saw him who is invisible. He got a glimpse somehow. Burning bush. Well, how do you see something that's invisible? Burning bush. That's why I said it's a bumper sticker moment. That's a good one. But you and, know, and in the same story, which is ironic, is that we saw pestilence with the plagues that was the way for God to try to convince Pharaoh to let his people go. So it, it does really tie into the idea. I mean, there was fear rampant, but not enough fear. You know, if Pharaoh had feared God about, you know, maybe number three on the 10 plagues. He would have saved a lot of his people, a lot of misery. God you know? can be seen through his people and their behavior. You can spot him. I was pretty interested in the book of John. We've been there. Uh, Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the only son, who's at the father's side, has made him known. Yeah. So these eons, I don't know what part of, uh, I don't know what part of God Moses saw there. I, I, I'm not sure, but he saw I think him he meant who the is bush. invisible. He might have probably been seeing what you're talking about. Phil, I the sign. Visual. I think but it was the sign. I itself. don't think it's any different when I'm worshiping God that I'm seeing what is invisible. You know, when I'm singing, I'm. You know, I do this in my speeches. I'll ask people. I'll say, "Close your eyes and picture God." You know what? I'll do it like kind of like this i'll say close your eyes and picture a banana or picture I'll, I'll you know ducks i usually stay you know a big buck deer so everybody's pitching i'm kind of tricking them but then i say and now picture god well you know what the number one response to what people see is oh man nothing hmm. they're they're because i'll ask them i was like how many of you saw nothing and look more than half right <laughs> Because, and I'm like, well, no wonder you're having a struggle in life putting your faith and trust in God. Because when you close your eyes, your mind went blank. Hmm. You know, they were, and some of them, so then you go down to what they see, and some of them saw, still saw the buck deer. They thought I was trying to make, like, oh, you see a deer, you see God. But I was like, no, there should be some, you would hope, my point is, is that you would see not the details of the oven of a Jewish man, but. A form of a Jewish man on a cross, I mean, to respond to your verse, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Yep. So he, I know what, I've been to Israel. I I saw what they look like. I mean, I can picture an Israelite man, a carpenter, going around in the image of God, doing everything good and holy, making good decisions, you know, showing his love. I, I can picture that. Casting out demons. Yeah. I, all those situations. And so then when I'm worshiping, singing, praying, meditating, reading, that's why it helped me so much to go to Israel because then I'm looking around at where he went, and I, I can now picture him at the Sea of Galilee. And when he was on the creek bank as a dead man eating with his disciples, Opelousas well, catfish. Yeah, Opelousas catfish, because I saw them. We're eating at the restaurant on the Sea of Galilee, and some little kids were throwing off uh, crackers and popcorn. 
well, here comes these hundreds of Opelousas cat. And I thought, yep. <laughs> ding, kinda... ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I got it. He's right over there. A dead man. I'm here where he was. I can see that. Now, is it through faith? Yes. But I get it. I'm visualizing that. And I, th- I think if we all bought into that, especially when we are worshiping together, well, you're talking about have some good worship. Yeah. Well, I thought about that, that the, your tale of is you had a lot of good stuff there, but that was the one that struck me the most because in my mind's eye, I always saw it as just like some of these sardine-looking fish, you know, that you see like in the Mediterranean Sea or something that, mm. that I don't care much for. But when you when you saw Opelousas' cat, I was like, well, no wonder everybody's so excited yeah, about just, a big fish fry. We you call know? the Opelousas the king of fine eating. The he's, king, he's fantastic. He's the king of catfish. And they don't eat them over there. They're not kosher. Mm. Oh, is, really? That's right. Yeah, Boy, oh, yeah, they ever. Did they but ever I asked make- our God, I said, but could I? He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why there's so many and they're just coming up. We don't see ops like that here yeah, where they're just coming up to the it, surface like a mudcast. Look, I got something I want to share with you. I know we're taking questions today, but I was looking just like y'all because I'm People are asking me everywhere I go, you know, what do you think? What about the virus? What about the people are over panicking? And we, we've stated our position. We're going along with what the government has said because we are protecting the most vulnerable right. in the country. And I think it's worth doing things that are uncomfortable and what do they call it? Uh, self Self-quarantine. Quarantine. Social distancing. Yeah, That's social new... distancing. Dad, you were doing social distance before social distance was cool. By the yeah, way, right. before you but, get you on yours, Jace, First John 4.12, watch. No one has ever seen God, but watch. You can see the results of him. But if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. You say, you can see him. It just depends on what you're looking at. Right. If you see hatred and vitriol and cursing and drunkenness, you say, he's not there. That's a good thought. But you see God and you say, see people loving one another, you say, hmm, how they do that. Right. Because he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he's an invisible God, and yet you're looking at him. What's helped me through the years is, uh, you know, part of doing Duck Dynasty. The one thing I didn't expect, because it gave us all a platform, and we've used it to share Jesus, because we believe when when Jesus said, who do people say I am? Well, we believe he's the son of God, king of kings, lord of lords, Mm -hmm. and he's our ticket to living forever and forgiveness. And Well, that's what we do, but part of the benefits from doing the show was a lot of sick kids and a lot of sick people in cancer wards and whatever, they would watch our show because it was a healthy distraction for them. I mean, spiritually, as as far as their spiritual health, because it was a distraction from their problems and their pain. And so they would watch our show, and we've all been in hospital rooms, and we've gathered around kids that unfortunately are, are really sick with things a lot worse than the coronavirus. Exactly. I mean, they're they're giving them you bet. time to live, which is not very long. Uh, you know, Willie and I, we met with a – little kid you know one night and he he literally died within an hour after we met i mean it was devastating for us just to see that and we were like 
do you need some help? And he's like, I mean, I'm, I'm dying here. So this is, this is what I want. I mean, it was a very powerful moment, but the reason I'm bringing that up is at no time have I ever been in those situations, which is, I would say been in the hundreds was I worried about my own well-being and whatever disease they had? In that moment, I'm like, you know what? This is a God has presented this situation to me. Now I can be scared for what if what they have is contagious, or yeah. but that never crossed my mind, and I never really thought about it till now, which everybody is promoting this social distancing. But I'm thought I'm in this situation. This means a lot to this kid. I'm going to try to give him some comfort. He's safe. He's going to heaven. There's not a doubt in my mind. And and most, you know, of everyone we've seen in those situations, they're acting like warriors. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought, you know, when you care about people, you're going to do whatever you can to help them no matter what the situation is, And which is why I told last, last podcast of me coming out of my ger- germaphobe tendencies. It took a situation like this for me to get past that because I thought, you know what, if I get it, I get it. But I just felt like the people needed a distraction. They needed a healthy, heartfelt, hope-filled Distraction. So some I thought, that's go, what I'm doing. Some go early, some go late. That's right. But we all go. We all go at some point. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about this. So most people think with home security, there's basically two ways of, of you go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way. You bring somebody in technician you got all this installation the other way oh, i thought you were going to say guns and dogs well that's what i was going to add I, I would i would say a third with with the three of us because guns and dogs are, are a big part of our protection but for most people that live in subdivisions and neighborhoods you need something to protect your house you know to be able when you're not there what so do you recommend here's what i recommend the guys that simply safe where you can basically put in all your stuff yourself, your cameras, everything. Basically, it takes you an hour at the most to be able to give your home a great security system. So, oh, video. Video. That's right. you got to have video nowadays. That's how you see what's going on. Embarrassment, Phil, the biggest deterrent. That's right. Embarrassment, and they'll know you who did it, and you're, you're done. And you're going to wind up on social media somewhere. It'll go viral. Exactly. They'll arrest you. You'll spend the rest of your life in prison. So... Check it out, simplysafe.com slash unashamed. You get free shipping. You get a 60-day risk-free trial, which is great. So you get two months uh, to check it out, see if you like it. Simplysafe.com slash unashamed. Check it out today. So a few uh, podcasts ago, we talked about um, the, and this is, I think we've already been talking about today. We talked about by looking at, at Jesus Christ, you're looking at the Father, and so therefore, God in flesh is is huge. I mean, it's huge to our faith. And so we were talking about it in the context of some people we know that are converting a lot of people coming out of Islam because of persecution and you know refugees and things like that. But I think in this current climate that we're talking about, I mean, we're going to have a lot of opportunities just because people, you know, everything they thought was secure and solid all of a sudden isn't you know when you can't go to things you lose you know just entertainment and all that which we were talking earlier and you guys wouldn't know about this but like 
So I read a, a lot of our entertainment, I'd say for probably, it's been a long time, but especially the last 20 years, 15 or so years, entertainment, and I put this in quotes, is people that people like are these dystopia movies and series where it's end of the world and there's a big apocalyptic event that happens. There's zombies and, you know, we've talked about some of that in the past, but, and I've even read several novel series that are just like this. There's a pandemic and then all of a sudden we lose everything. And then it's like a fight for the survival and the people are, so that's people. I think part of the fear that's driving that is because a lot of people have been entertained by that, but then they're also thinking, is this it? Well, right. and it's, is saying? this Hollywood movie when living it becomes out, reality? Right. When it becomes reality, so I think that has driven the fear, though, because everybody's been waiting for the day when it all falls apart and zombies are roaming the earth, you know, and then you know we're fighting for scraps of food. So I think that may be feeding into it. I mean, I don't know; it's just a theory, but I do know that those movies, TV shows, and books are very popular with people. Probably in the age range that you're but looking. But you think, at. well, what is fear? I mean, how would you define fear? I mean, I think people would like a definition, but I mean, what what would you say it is? Extreme uh, anxiousness. Yeah, anxiousness. Uh, I don't a know. Dread that you dread something. A dread. That's a good one. I'm saying this. Yeah, you look it up while I'm telling this. Right. Like our Nicaraguan daughter. Who's in in college in Minnesota? They, uh, you know, when we called her, was like, "Okay, what are they doing?" She's like, "Well, they're taking a couple weeks off from school," and so Missy's like, "Well, okay, great. You know, we'll fly you down." And she was like, "Oh, I was so fearful that I was going to, have to stay here by myself." And Missy's like, "What are you talking about? We're we're we're." we're you're you're our family, even though we, we didn't conceive you. We're not going to leave you by yourself. But well, that was fear number one. But then she was hesitating, and Missy's like, "Well, do, are you fearful right now?" And she kind of started crying. She was like, "Yes," and she's like, "Well, what are you scared of?" She said, "Well, I don't want to get the virus, you know, on the plane." coming down here because she said i've seen on the media on the news that all the airports are shut down and there's waiting and <laughs> missy's like no that's only people coming in from other countries she's like jace just flew back from michigan there was nothing she was like oh so it's not i don't have to you know wait in line and do a health test and she's like no you're in america you're <laughs> You're here, but you, she's you, Nicaraguan, so you can understand. Well, she, she just spent her whole so life waiting in line, fearful, and and she's like, "Oh, okay." And she's like, "Well, are there any other fears you have?" And she's like, "No, that's it." But she was just gripped with, "Okay, number one, I'm trapped here. Number two, if I leave, then I'll get the virus." So. But you know, she. I told Missy, I was like, she's nineteen. She's and young. She she does, and she spent her whole life hunkering down because the yeah. reason she had to leave Nicaragua. I mean, she got pushed out because of civil unrest, and I mean, you know, we're talking about there's countries that live. You talk about coronavirus. There's people that live like this twenty four seven. I mean, we talked about underground church. You know, well, I think I millions. Think what millions. I thought y'all would say, which because right, here you want me to read right, this. Go ahead. So here's what the online dictionary says fear the noun an unpleasant emotion 
caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Why that goes in with what I'm going to say then, because what I was going to say is I think what causes all this is the unknown. And that's why you have you. some people even fear God because it's unknown to us. That's why we have a relationship. You can't smell it. You can't see it. No. You can't hear it. All you see is the results. I mean, they say that about Scary. the stock market. They right. say, you know what causes the stock market to plunge? Uncertainty. Panic. Panic. It's the fear of not knowing what what's going to happen. And I thought of a couple of examples of that since we're talking about the deity of Jesus and who he is. You know, in Matthew 14 – when you had the walking on the water situation, you know, that his disciples are in a boat. They look up. Well, just put your, we're commercial fishermen. You know, here we are out on the lake and you look up and you see a person walking on the water. Well, you say, well, what happened when the disciples saw him walking on the lake? They were terrified. <laughs> you say, why? Because something unknown has happened. Because you didn't know that a human being could do this. And it says, it's a ghost. Now, I don't know where they got that from. It's kind of like what you said about the media. They had, they had ghost that's, stories. That's the opposite of he's not like us, a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, because they had probably had ghost stories. Like that was, yeah, they didn't have TV, but they had ghost stories. We probably had ghost stories. And, I mean, you By think, the well, way, what is a ghost? After the resurrection, they were still on the ghost thing. Well, that's what Thinking I was getting they to. they saw a ghost. Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> oh, but I it, didn't know I was ahead I, of That you. was going to be my second point. But <laughs> Calm down, Jason. Look, that's out there. He's it playing. says, it's a ghost, they said, look, and cried out in fear. So what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus and like your fans in the airport. <laughs> Jesus immediately said to him, "Take courage," which I guess would be the opposite of fear. Yeah. Is you have an unknown, unexperienced moment here. Never seen it before. Never seen this before. So you're going to have to have some courage because it is I. Now that statement is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. When Jesus said it is I, that was a mouthful. He's, so basically, in, he, our, in our vernacular, he's saying, calm down. When you say, it's well, me. what are the qualities of, about, of Jesus that differentiate him from us that make him the son of God? Well, he's all-powerful, yeah. all-knowing, omnipresent, which is he has the ability to be in multiple places at one time. Everywhere um, at one time. All what? I mean, give me yeah. some other qualities. Oh, we got uh, a bunch of them I want to talk about. You, let's, you, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and, and uh, unpack a little bit of that. So it's obvious we are unashamed, right? That's the name of our podcast. We I'm share the gospel. We yep. su- and, and here's the other thing. We like to support companies that share our faith. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I, as much as possible, I like to do that. Patriot Mobile is one of those. They share our faith, and they're unashamed to talk about it. So I like these guys for that reason. It's the only cell phone company not donating a portion of your bill to organizations that basically go against the values that we believe in. And we're talking about pro-life. We're talking about Second Amendment, a lot of things that matter to us. So basically, you start at 25 bucks. 
Patriot Mobile comes with unlimited talk, text, same reliable nationwide service, no hidden fees. Uh, you can switch over. You can keep your same number. Uh, good deal. Check it out. PatriotMobile.com slash Phil. You get free activation. You get a special gift. We don't know what it is, but it's special. You get a special gift when you use Phil as your offer code. You can always call them as well, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or go to PatriotMobile.com slash Phil and support these guys. Check it out. Yeah, so, Jace, you're talking about, so the word omnipotent, you know, you hear this word a lot, omnipotent, that just means all-powerful. That means you're there's no lacking of power. So Jesus, in, in a human body, had was all powerful, which is why you can walk Control on water. Control of the atoms is exactly. the way I you said. What does that do? He could take a molecule that's causing a disease or a germ, and he he could also take some dust and say, "Here's life." You know, when you read that verse, God breathed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when your breath causes life, yeah. Well, you're all powerful. You, know, you take on the other side since we're in the the coronavirus era, and I'm always noticing products that they're selling, you know, like toilet paper, because that people are finding some hope in that. Oh, I got, I got, I got more toilet paper than you. Yeah, well right. done, sir. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah, but I thought you know the other day when I was at the event in Michigan, I took a breath mint, and before I put it in my mouth, I looked on it and it said. Lifesaver. <laughs> so I see why somebody bought this, including me, because you're like, this is this is not just going to give you, you know, a fresh, sh- fresh a- breath. This will save your life. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I must have this, <laughs> and I need it now. And I need a five gallon bucket full. <laughs> yes. They sell it in big bags because in the back of your mind, that's what people are doing. They want your money, and they're like, let's don't sell a breath mint. That's breath mint. What is that? We're going to sell a lifesaver. <laughs> but I've talked to some people with so such bad breath, it was a lifesaver. Well, it was because <laughs> halitosis is nothing to joke about, Jay. We're playing the game. I mean, that's all we're doing is playing the game. That's why when a panic happens, what's everybody do? Right. They run to the grocery store because in a marketing world, oh, I've got to have all this stuff yeah. because of that. It's they they put the names that that do not fit. Even like a, I mean, I'm overstating my case, but that is true. Have you ever thought about why they call breath mints lifesavers? Yeah, because they want you to buy it. This will perhaps get you a date and save your life. Because if you don't have it, you're out. You will be dead within a month. Life over. But look, even even very liberal anti Jesus, they have products like that. I, I've I've Googled it and it's hilarious. You know how we have perishable goods? Well, I Googled imperishable goods. Which is another component of the deity of Jesus, by the way. Yeah. Imperishable. And you know what? I, I thought I would find nothing. Yeah. And guess what? Oh, no. They had top 10 imperishable items. I was like, well, this ought to be fun. <laughs> well, I went down. There was a truck from Toyota. You know, it cost all this stuff was way overpriced it's like the only if you want an indestructible vehicle buy this well you know it's a lie (laughs) 
I'll tear it up. I, I got some I redneck had, I know, friends. I was going to say, I know two guys I that could tear it up. I owned one. It was the sorriest piece of junk I ever owned. <laughs> well, there you go. We lost them as a sponsor. Yeah, right now there. they're no longer a sponsor yeah. of the show. Look, they, they, I remember they had a house that some guy who had a lot of money in Florida, his house got devastated by a hurricane, which causes fear and panic. Sure. So he said, okay. Well, he built an imperishable, indestructible house, millions of dollars. And they had a picture of it. It looked like kind of like an igloo. Yeah, but only it, thing standing, too. Oh, yeah. But I thought, but even that, you know, I mean, it, the guy died because he fell off a ladder. He built the house. So there you go. I made that up. But I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> you see where I'm going with it. So back to my story. Here's Jesus. <laughs> that was a side story. <laughs> just make up the math. Well, I meant... Do you think that's going to protect him, really? That's not. That's right. While you're there, for you've been born again, not of perishable Thank seed. You. There you go. That's what you have when you came from your mama. That's right. Thank perishable you. seed. A certain amount of time, you're going to die. Not You've been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable so you say, hmm, imperishable seed. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an implant, spiritual implant. The Holy Spirit, when you come to a Jesus, deposit. You're like man, a deposit guaranteeing your inheritance, yep. which is eternal. It's a seal. It's a, it's a seal. It's a mark. Yep. So it's look a, at this. It's a guarantee. Matthew, Matthew fourteen twenty seven. He says, "Take right after he said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. It's, I'm the Son of God. I have the power over storms, waves." That's what he's indirectly saying. That's right. I love this response by Peter. Lord, <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. You're Lord. You're Lord, I'm not. Here's the problem. If it is you, he shouldn't have said if. No. You don't you don't follow up Lord with if. That's, Lord if doesn't work. <laughs> never works. That's what they say about but, you know. What it, when you say but well, whatever you just said, I'm now <laughs> rendering that worthless. <laughs> Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. He's like, well, come on. Because it's me. Yeah, come on. Which I like how we put the Lord to the test, and then when he says, yeah, go ahead, and then you, oh, oh, well, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't think he would, because I thought I'd have to be you to do that. And he's like, no, come on, you can do it. I'll fix you so you can walk on water. And he said, really? So Peter got down out of the boat. Walked on the water, came toward Jesus, but he saw the wind. He was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. I mean, this thing went off the rails, (laughs) you know, and that's why I said about fear is more about unknown because here he, he, they they were seized with fear first because they didn't know that a human being could walk on the water. And now you know that this guy's not a typical human being because that we know this guy and he did walk on the water he has the power to, to help me do it but then he gets up and the very things that he could see was causing fear now the simple things the things you, the wind the water the way you know and he just he it, we're back terrified again it's manifesting itself in different ways but it's also you think about jays it's also shows you the power that faith has because jesus didn't have a power outage yeah. For Peter to start sinking, it was the lack of faith that caused him to sink. Which is what he said. He said, you have little faith. Right. Why did you doubt? 
But here's what most people stop the story there. But I love how this goes on. It says, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down because he's omnipotent. He can control the molecular structure, not only of the human body, but of the planet itself. And when they, they so they climb in the boat, the wind dies down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him. I mean, they had a, you know, we tend to think of worship. Oh, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, get the singing. They had a little middle of the boat session. This was, oh, no, we we can't help but offer, sing, pray, shout, whatever they did. They had It would have gotten my attention. And you know what they did, which is what I say our worship should be. It should be a focus on Jesus because they said they worshiped him saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. That's why I love worship songs that are focused on Jesus and who he is and, and the deity, because that's, that's what we do. And they should be. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. No, I love it, Jace, that, that, that worship ties in to this idea about faith. Because the problem is a lot of people are like, well, I'll believe as long as I'm everything's great. And I'm not experiencing difficult. I mean, so therefore, like the power of Jesus is in me only because of the good things I'm experiencing. But mm-hmm. it's the moments of fear that you have to. That's when you have to cry out the most. And that's so, why we read all the things Paul was go- going through. And I feel like in Christianity, sometimes people are like they come to Jesus, and then they're like a beggar with their, a can right. out, like get you know, put some. Where's my blessings? I'm following you, but yeah, fill my cup. You know. And they're not doing anything. They're not. They're just sitting there on on a street corner, right? Of life, saying, "Well, where's my? Where, you're not filling up my cup." I mean, and so that's the opposite of, of I think of true Christianity. I mean, when you live a life in Jesus, you're going to be persecuted. The evil one's going to attack you. You find all these people who were afflicted. I mean, look at Job and, and other. I was think, I was just thinking of Job yeah. because you remember when he lost everything, and it all happened in the same day. Like bam, 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 bam. A messenger comes up. Somebody stole all your stuff. Next guy comes up. This happened. Next guy comes up. All your kids are dead. I mean, all bad news. Bad, bad, bad. I mean, it was coronavirus on steroids. And you know what the Bible says he did? He fell down. He tore his robe, which was kind of the Jewish way of saying, oh, I'm cursed. And he fell down and he worshiped God. Mm-hmm. And he praised him. He said, naked I came. You know, I didn't have anything when I came here. I'll have nothing when I leave. You're still God. I mean, think about that. That's That was and, worship. And his woman was a great help. Just renounce him and die. <laughs> <That's my point. laughs> yeah. We, had, uh, we always give her a hard time. But she did lose all her kids, but you're right. She she wasn't a support system. She said, I wish you'd just go away because yeah. obviously I don't want to be married to you anymore. Yep. I always think of that. I think she came out on the back porch, hands on the hip. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's right. Just go ahead and die. Just go ahead. Just renounce him and die. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, it's not really the, the good support system you want from your spouse in the, in the worst that was early. That was premarital counseling. <laughs> That's right. Faith comes from hearing. You can't see him; he's invisible. You you can't smell him, but you say, but you can hear him, because he wrote you letters. That's right. He said, what do you want to do? Write you a letter? He said, "That's what he did. I did it. He wrote you the letters. It's a love letter. Why don't you just at least read what he has to say? Yeah, and then you may." See him when you you'll see a lot more clearly. Right. You'll well, that was God. my point. Why did they deduct that he was a ghost, which is something that's 
technically invisible and impossible right. for the average human to believe. But how come you Same accepted way that? Same way now. Because they were like, they were, but they, because that, that seemed more fear. real. That, that seemed more real. It seemed more believable in a Hollywood movie. You know, they had a movie called Ghost, I think. It was. Patrick and, Swayze. And uh, people, oh, you know. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, and people believe that more and think it's more feasible than a creator of the planet becoming a human and dying for the sins of the yeah, world. Yeah, you could talk through Whoopi Goldberg, but you couldn't believe in the Almighty. That Maybe through something like know. the coronavirus, boys. Maybe God in his wisdom, he can see into the future the ones who love him and the ones who don't, the ones who have given their life to him and the ones who haven't. I mean, think about it. This thing tends to be really ripping people, you know, uh, Iran, communist China, the Italians, you say, hmm. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I think of molesting the young boys when leadership of God's people mm. are molesting children. You're like, y'all better be very careful how you live over there because God's not going to take that no. lightly. Al had an interesting point. My point is maybe it's these things point people to show them when you get right down to it without God, without hope, without healing, I mean nothing, without peace, yeah. he is our peace, without any of that, and they're just out there drifting around, maybe from time to time he says, hey. Let me shake hey, it up a little. Let me, let, me, let me get you back to reality here. You're a measly human being. you got a certain amount of days on earth. Right. You better pay attention to what I'm telling you. I can get you out of here alive, but you keep cursing me. No. I think there's a lot of positives. I wouldn't rule that there's out. There's a lot I mean, of positives that have happened. One is this going to these virtual services. It gets living like Jesus as a disciple out of the church building. Yeah. I think that's a positive. That's a great positive. I was telling you that I, I, when you did the, the or I guess it was, seemed like a positive. The coronavirus, and I've been hollering about it for about a decade or two or three decades, it's bringing that Romans chapter 12 to life yeah, on, on that you should worship God all we, the time, 24-7. Yeah. And how we live, because that's that smaller setting. But you made a point about protecting the vulnerable, which I thought was a bold point to do, but since Phil brought that up, you said, you know, at our church, anybody can be forgiven. We share Jesus. We've been to prisons. We've shared Jesus with everybody, and we're like, here, God's grace is is offered to you, and people are saved. But you said they had a rule, which I didn't know that, but it's a good rule, that at our church, that anybody with any kind of sexual if you had a predator history, any sex offense, if you've ever been, yeah. you know, arrested for a sex offense, you can never work with kids at our church for any reason ever. Correct. And so people combat that or argue and say, "Well, what do you mean they're not forgiven or they're not saved?" Or you know how people you're are. not trusting God. What they'll yeah. say is because I've had them tell me because look, and I, and I've had I've sat down with people that I know have been convicted and said, "Look." We, we love you here. You're forgiven. Grace abounds to you. We want you to be a part of our church, but here's what you can't do. Yeah. And so I've literally sat down in the room and had the conversation. Because you're always going to protect the vulnerable. The vulnerable. And, and there's one, we're not going to even allow this to have one time of a lapse or put you in that situation. That's what you got to do. And that's the same thing that's happened 
that we're, the way I kind of look at it with the coronavirus is that we're trying to keep as many people that are vulnerable protected. Well, which is which is why we're doing. It. Let's do one last break and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, it is worthy of note, Jace, based on what you just said, that the the struggle that the Catholics have, the Catholic Church has been struggling with about all this child molestation these on these kids from leadership of their particular bishops, elders are molesting these children. If they took your advice on what you just said, yeah, uh, they should. You, you, I mean. That's what needs to be done. Uh, First of all, they shouldn't deny marriage. If they want to marry, they ought to let them marry. That's a, you're right. Just like my assistant said, I'm changing the subject a little bit. But when we were in Michigan, she was like, "I'm I'm a little fearful because her mom is 94." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, I don't want to get the virus and bring it back to her." And I was like, "Well, she's 94. <laughs> Inevit- inevitability." And she's like, yeah, but I just don't want to be the one. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I can, I, I, I can see that we're not, we're just trying to give them was the, is a, what, is a little what, more time. Is what I told you. I said, which was why I was supportive, kind of the idea of protecting the vulnerable, because we have some older members that I love to death. And yes, they're all going to. I mean, they're close to the end. We, they know that. We know that. But I'm the same way. I'm like, but if we if we just say no, we're meeting because we trust in God, and if we somebody gets it, they get it. But and I I named a sister when we were talking about it earlier. I was like, if I thought we met and she got it, I would feel bad because right. it was up to me and some others about making a decision not to do it. But ultimately, you're right. I mean, we're not going to be here forever. That's so. why. Look, we pray for God's healing when people get sick. I mean, James says that anyone sick, you know, pray. The prayer of a righteous man, you know, effective. But we also, I compare it to what we read with Peter trying to walk on the water and all that. You know, some people that we love, I mean, they'll they'll get the coronavirus and they they may die. And you say, well, why did that happen? Why did God allow that to happen? That's why we get people focused on Jesus, who is the deity, mm-hmm. by of, the way, of God. Because look, no matter what happens. When you're looking at the waves and all, that may be your diagnosis. That's right. And, and all of a sudden, you start fearing a lot. Well, wait a minute. This is not supposed to happen. Ultimately, we're all perishable. That's why the panic happened. All this did was remind everyone that at some point, you're going to get sick or you're going to get hurt. And ultimately, what? You're going to die. By the way, I would like to know when all the smoke clears and the virus finally goes away. I want to see one little block over there because everybody's always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see the block, the count of how many faithful followers of Jesus Christ who have the Holy Spirit been given to them. I want to know how many of that group died from the coronavirus. I want well, to know. My point is, it, I wouldn't, wanna, it I wanna, wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter, but I just want to know those figures. Just so I can look down. They, they're children of the resurrection, so they have no problem. I want to know how many it killed of the sons and daughters of God. I'd like to see that figure. I wonder if we could ever know that. I don't know how you'd ever I'm basing that. that on my reading of Psalm 91. Right. I'd just like to know how many of the sons and daughters God took them with this coronavirus. Uh, it would be interesting. Wouldn't you like to know that figure, it, Jace? It, it would be interesting. It wouldn't matter to me. Yep. 
<laughs> it would with me. <laughs> no, it just wouldn't uh, yeah, matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest, you know. Uh, well, so somebody, uh, one of our uh, listeners could figure out how we get that information. We'll get it to Dad, yeah, but don't worry about giving it to Jace. Run either. a check on that. Forget Jace. Just I want to see it. <laughs> it. It wouldn't matter. I, I think. It know, wouldn't matter to me. People who have the Spirit of God are going to die from diseases. So that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That to me, how you respond while you're being diagnosed and going through that, that's the difference. So anyway, uh, obviously, th- th- this whole idea is driving a lot of what we're, our content we're talking about on the podcast because everybody's talking about it. So we want you guys thinking biblically, and that's why we're teaching what we're teaching and talking about what we're talking about, because we want you to be different when other people are falling apart. We want to be people who are not anxious about anything, which is what we said last time. So we appreciate you guys checking us out. Continue to do that. Uh, Check out uh, Unashamed with Phil Robertson. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. And be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast. 